right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dreaming in F Minor. Man, the reception on last week's episode was absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you guys so much. But most importantly, today, I am bringing you Michelle Eberhardt. This is an amazing conversation. She is a sound healer, Reiki master, channeler. We get into some much more, I guess you would call esoteric topics in this episode, and I absolutely love it. It's definitely a world that uh, interests me on a deep level, and a conversation that I certainly resonated with deeply, and I'm so happy that she was able to come on and share some of her wisdom with us, and I think you all are going to enjoy it as well. Uh, real quick, let me tell you about Simple Equations Media. Simple Equations Media is a full-service audio and video production company located here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Anything from developing content, developing films, producing films, directing, shooting music videos, recording albums, obviously recording podcasts because that's where I'm sitting right now. And, uh, you know, if you're interested at all in this world, um, if you're already involved you know, if you're already working in this industry, you know, give us a holler. We can help you out. You know, we can we can handle most any size production you throw at us. And if we can't, we sure as hell know where to find everything that you need. So uh, make sure to reach out to us, simpleequationsmedia.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. Also, make sure to head over to the Dreaming in F Minor Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash Dreaming in F Minor. Also on Instagram at Dreaming in F Minor. I recently started a Patreon, so make sure to head over there to Patreon.com slash Dreaming in F Minor if you would like to support me in a monetary way. I can't even tell you how appreciative I would be of you. But most importantly, the wonderful Michelle Eberhardt. All right, and welcome into the interview portion of the podcast today. My guest on this fine day is Mrs. Mrs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have Michelle Eberhardt. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, Michelle is um, a, let's see, I, I want to get this right, sound healer, Reiki master, channeler, and entrepreneur. We'll oh, say. yeah. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, just to get kind of straight into it. Um, I know you most for your sound healing work and stuff because we've recorded a little bit in here right. and whatnot. You're into a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, and so kind of how did you get into this whole world? Uh, my life fell apart and then I was forced into it. But like I was always um, intuitive as a kid. I just couldn't, you know, pick up on everything all the time. It was always hit and miss. Um, and as far as music... I got into that really young. Probably the first thing I could remember was at the age of nine um, when I won a spot on the radio for <laughs> be a DJ for the day for the movie Airheads um, out here for oh, wow. 92.3. So th that was amazing. They were like, whoever calls in and knows all the words to ACDC's Highway to Hell is going to win like a tango pool or a shot to do <laughs> Airheads, you know, DJ for the day. 
Well, huh. I called in and I'm like screaming the yeah. highway to hell. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm nine. <laughs> and they're like, where's your mom? I'm like, she's in the shower. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so like, Can you get her? I'm like, oh, yeah. And it took her forever to yeah. get out. But they're like, okay, well, we're not giving you the pool. So you can come in and take over. And that's how mu- music started for me. Yeah. And, and just and just to back up a little bit, because you were a promoter for a really long time. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. For about 20 years, I was doing concert promotion, talent buyer, and managing bands recording mm-hmm. a whole bunch of whatever i could do i was doing it yeah and and all like metal and hardcore right metal well yeah that's definitely what i focused on but i did rap i did country it just okay. wasn't all the time i definitely would book the things that i enjoyed more yeah absolutely nice nice so you were doing you're going along doing that for for quite a while yeah. and then um you say your life kind of fell apart yeah. Um, so I started having weird, random um, illnesses where I started having panic attacks, just starting to like um, book events. And that definitely wasn't normal. I would always thrive when, you know, agents would hit me up and be like, hey, do you have this date? And I'm like, yeah. And then I search for whatever venue I could possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started, you know, freaking out and having like issues with just committing to it. And I was like, couldn't understand it. Um Long story short, I ended up um, having uh, an underactive thyroid. Mm. So I was starting to really notice a lot of people's energies around me. Um, I wasn't too aware of that you could feel people's energy at that point. I had like, I was oblivious. Mm. Um, So I knew it was my underactive thyroid, but I didn't know what was causing it. And what was causing it is I wasn't listening to my body's reaction to the people that were around me Mm. um, instead of saying oh well I'm feeling like this one day what is it and is it am I supposed to be here with this person at this right at this moment in time is this the right like business contract or person to even be working with or whatever yeah and so that's kind of what happened there and that's when I really started to notice like all right something's wrong but it, it took me a long time and then once um Everything else fell apart. I, I had my son and my body shut down because I couldn't figure out what exactly was wrong until after that. Hmm. And then so once I was really sick, really bad off, um, literally lost the ability to speak, lost the ability to function, have a thought wow. process. It was horrible. Um, I ended up having, I was like, okay, well, I got this brand new baby. Thanks for my baby. I'm going to die now. Well, but, yeah. you know, at least I got to meet him. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> God needs to come and fix this because I need to take care of my kid. Yeah. And within 10 minutes, I got a phone call uh, from a doctor that I hadn't seen who had been hearing how I'd went, been going to all these doctors and couldn't talk. But no one had any suggestions for me. So mm. um, it just so happened that he was able to give me a very small dosage of a medicine that was given me the ability to speak. And it literally felt like for the first time when I took the medicine, my soul came back to me because I could get all these words out. But then I was raging mad because hmm. everybody around me just thought I was like depressed after I had a baby. And yeah. this. I'm like, no, you guys just sitting there and I can't talk. I can't move. I'm like a lump on the uh, log on the couch. And yeah. um, so that really forced me into figuring out like, well, everything's wrong. How am I going to get better? Mm-hmm. And I had to... Um, relearn everything, had to relearn how to talk, had to relearn how to, well, I had to learn how to take care of a baby. I had no idea. Yeah. I was touring and I was doing shows, no clue. Yeah. Um, and then, so, you know, it, it took a long time, but once I started to notice um, 
how sensitive to people's emotions, thoughts, and feelings, um, it started to really like catapult into this huge thing because I was like, well, anything to heal fast. So I found myself in a meditation class that a doctor said, go to it because I'm not prescribing you weed. And I was like, well, it's not even legal and I don't smoke, but mm-hmm. whatever, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went. He just said, he just <laughs> said that to you? Oh, yeah. He was super rude. Wow. I mean, I looked like a raccoon. I had cracked and bleeding eyelids. Wow. <laughs> I'm, you know, I am tattooed with a newborn baby. I'm sure I look like a crack addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the yeah. same time, it's like you're uh, like a, he was a cancer and, and skin doctor. So it's like you should at least know like what is going at mm-hmm. least be able to tell like it's not um you know bad habits it was yeah. a, a physical thing happening but no mm-hmm. he was really rude but the good thing was is i ended up getting some random magazine and it was a healing magazine from the hospital they do free classes and i went and i was like okay this is fine never been to a meditation thing wasn't really never really heard anything about it it just i was not on that mindset at all mm-hmm. i walk in and it's this old man, and he's got like an array of singing bowls everywhere. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what those are, but clearly I knew they were for music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, not to be rude or anything, I haven't been able to listen to music in like four years. It makes me sick to my stomach. I was a concert promoter my entire life. I wish I could, mm-hmm. but it's just not, it's not going to happen. Right. But I'll try. But if I get up and walk out, it has nothing to do with you. And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 no worries. He's a really kind old man. I laid there for 30 minutes flopping around like a fish. Hmm. I was like in convulsions. and wow. But at the same time, I felt, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Because I could feel layers coming out from like hmm. my ears and like my head. And so I'm like, oh, I, you know, the class ends. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great. I feel so good and nice and light, you know, all yeah. vibed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, well, I've definitely seen uh, crazier things and heard crazier things. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. But then the lady who actually ran the class goes, I know, like, you just came in today and I, I haven't seen you before, but you don't look anything like you did when you walked in hmm. i was like oh no i feel so good you know yeah, this yeah. is great maybe i'll come back sounded no- sounded really nice yeah it was, <laughs> it was it was cool it was the yeah. first time i could listen to music you know totally oblivious to, yeah. <laughs> to what had happened she's like no 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 um let's walk to the bathroom i need to show you something and i was like this is weird i'm gonna like get abducted in the bathroom right, <laughs> you know right, i was right. like this is when this goes south yeah um Looked in the mirror. I literally lost 30 pounds of inflammation um, in my face. And that I'd been at the cancer and blood specialist for at least four years at that point. Um, I was cracked and bleeding. The skin and cancer doctor who told me to go there instead of prescribing me weed um, told me I had um, psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. I was clear. My face, hmm. I had no cracked and bleeding. I literally had a white face rather than a swollen, blistering red face. And within 30 minutes, I lost... 32 pounds because I went home and weighed myself. Mm. And I was like, wow. how is that possible? So it was a 30-minute class. Just 30 minutes. Wow. And I was just like, unbelievable. I was like, well, that was trippy. You know, but I yeah. mean, I literally felt layer by layer just remove itself. Like if you think of a blooming onion out back. Right. Like that's what my head felt like. Wow, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, mm. so it was this incredible experience when I really was like, had no clue what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what catapulted me into where I'm at today mm-hmm. because I was like 30 minutes of music. Right. I know music more than a lot of people know music. I'm like, 
what is this? I need to know more about it. So then I just threw myself into like every modality, everything music, everything healing. And I was just like on this mission to heal myself so I could just kind of hang out with my kid at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never thought that that class would one heal me or get me full circle to having music back in my life because I thought that part of my life was over. Right. So it was absolutely amazing, but totally random. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Um, And that's, I mean, it just kind of sounds like one thing kind of led to the other until this kind of epiphany, you might call it one day or breakthrough or catapult, like you said. Um, Yeah. And I mean, which is, which has launched you into a career now. Mm hmm. Um, and that's exactly what happened. And that just kind of fell into place. The, the more I was learning to heal myself, um, and I was just talking about the things that I went through, uh, the more people were reaching out to me saying, oh, yeah, well, I have this. I, and these were people I had known for 20-something years, had no idea that they had experienced things like this. And I thought I like knew them like really close. Yeah. Um, so when they started reaching out and saying, well, yeah, I'm having this experience and this experience, and they started just asking um, like my opinion or just if I knew anything that would help, um, I started literally just um, channeling messages, but I didn't know I was channeling. I thought... I just had this abundance of knowledge because I had studied a whole bunch of stuff. Hmm. Um, But then I started speaking about things that I had never had a conversation about, but it was flowing so smoothly. And every time that they were like, oh, wow, it actually worked. And it worked the first time. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. But then when I started to really, um, I went through like Reiki one and that's just like self healing. You learn like a a healing practice that you do daily um, and you kind of build yourself back up from the inside out. Mm. And then I went into Reiki two because I was like, well, Reiki one worked and I was still having some issues of stuff. I mean, literally everything was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did Reiki two. Once I hit Reiki two, like a bomb went off in my head. Um, I was in a whole nother world. Um, I was having, I'd always had downloads as a kid that I never knew what a download was. I just thought it was my creative mind telling me all these things. And I would just go on these, you know, tangents of I'm going to do this. And then I would do it fully and I would just be good at it. Mm, Um, when that started coming down with like major information and like, multiple things all at one time day after day i was like what is happening and then um my teacher one of my reiki masters i have several now but um she was like no those are called downloads basically you're being given um downloaded information directly from like the universe source god whoever your angels whoever Mm um to basically not only provide you with information to heal yourself but to give to others and i was like well, that makes a lot of sense because I thought I was just creating all these things up and it just happened to work, you know? Yeah. And she was like, no, 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 you're literally a direct channel. And I was like, a direct channel of what? She, I was like, information? She goes, well, knowledge, but light, and of God. And I was like, God, man, I was booking hardcore bands and death metal bands. <laughs> like, right, right. I can't even say God. Like, I was stuttering. It's like, go, 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 what? Yeah, yeah, you know? Sure. It's like, of course, I had, like, I believed in God and whatnot, but it was just like, wait, what? You know, is this really happening? Because God to me was like this whole big thing with, like, church. And to me, yeah. church was like this corrupt thing I was absolutely against. And I'm like, right. you know, hey, screw the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like, all like anti that. But, um, 
come to find out, you know, when you're breaking down your own barriers, you allow certain things, you allow whatever you need, whatever tools you need to heal, heal you and work for you in the moment that you truly want something. Yeah. And it just so happened to be that God, the creator of all, source, the universe, was coming down through me like a lightning bolt. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, about time, because I've been waiting, thought I was gonna die with my new baby. Like, yeah. I was pretty pissed off, you know? <laughs> but yeah. I, at the same time, I was like, super grateful, super mm. thankful, because the second I said, you know what? No, I'm not going nowhere, you need to fix this. He fixed it, I got a random phone call from a doctor yeah. that helped me. And then so just after always continuing wanting to improve myself, did I get that, that connection of all these downloads and I was not only helping myself I was helping others mm -hmm. so it was just a huge thing to be able to just understand what was happening because for a long time I just thought well, I'm just talking and I just you know just know these things mm -hmm. but I never had an explanation but as soon as she told me no it's it's directly from God I was like well that makes sense because I told God I needed him to fix me and he needed to do it now and mm -hmm. he did because Two seconds before that, I said, oh, thank you for my baby. I know I'm going to die, you know, Right. but I'm out. But, but so, you know, yeah. it's crazy. But when you allow yourself to connect to exactly. it, yeah. that's when the miracle happens. Yeah, I think there's, you know, um, and and there's so many people that, that um, have allowed themselves to do that intentionally right you know and have have made you know i've done it in my life mm -hmm. you know um and i know you've done it in your life and there's something about when you allow yourself to be opened up to yeah. the universe or god or whatever um and put yourself in a place and and try and put yourself in um a, either a different state of mind or a different frequency. That's right. You and know, that then, space. Right. And that space feels so good. Like I have mm -hmm. chills right now because when you allow that space of everything to come in, yeah, it changes everything. Yeah, because it's always there. It's always there all the time. And we just either allow ourselves to perceive it or not. Right. Um, and most people don't. But, you know, there's definitely something to be said uh, about it because, I mean, it's, you know, it's something that you can Im empirically uh, test. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And um, it's you just allow yourself to receive the information and it'll it'll happen. That's exactly right. Yeah. I, and you know what? I was completely oblivious that that was even an option, a thing. Um, you know, it just I had no clue, no idea that that yeah. energetic space it's almost like the void. It's the space of in between the light and the dark. It's the space in between right. it. Right. And um, I never thought for one second that that would be the best space that you could be in mm -hmm. because then you can create anything you want. Yeah. You know, of course you want to do it in a positive thing. You don't yeah, want to yeah. create anything negative. Absolutely. But you can definitely, once you can access it, it's free reign. And it's not like, Oh, it's, you know, we're big and, you know, spirits. Yeah. I mean, sure, I do that now, but mm -hmm. but um, it's not like that. It's not the woo-woo you get on TV. Right. It's it's literal energy, which is real. Even though we can't touch it, we feel it. We experience mm -hmm. it. And it, it actually um, activates every cell within our body. Yeah. And when you feel that feeling and then you get an automatic result, it's like... Phew. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, mind blown. It's one of the most 
definitely the most mind-blowing experiences you could ever have as a human i think absolutely and i i kind of my kind of journey to to this type of thing this kind of like esoteric kind of world um was back when i was a teenager i used to j just doing like hallucinogens yeah you know like i used to do a lot of mushrooms and stuff i'm in there yeah and <laughs> um and that's what kind of opened me up you know and mm. it, it's different for everybody yeah. you know um I don't anymore. I haven't for years. Mm -hmm. um, maybe at some point I would definitely like to again when the the time is right. I have kids, you know. Like you can't just go off and do crazy shit. But like I did acid so many times as a yeah. very young teenager. Yeah. Totally fine. And I, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, so it's really funny that you bring this up. Um, we went and watched The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> That was crazy. And then now, you know, where we are in reality and in our current situation, I'm like, I totally took the red pill then. You yeah, know, totally. I totally decided yep. that I am going to be one of those people where I'm going to bust, you know, all the information out. And I'm just going to I've always been a whistleblower, probably since that moment, because like now that I'm looking back on it, I can definitely say that that was one of the <laughs> changing factors in my yeah. life. But, um, you know, the mushrooms were too much for me. Like really? anything edible for me is like way too much. I can't yeah. I can't do it. Um, but I wasn't into this stuff yet. I was into music. So, yeah. you know, it was just hanging out, having a good time. It was all about having fun. I couldn't even imagine using those and then going on a journey because yeah. I don't know where I would go. Yeah, <laughs> I would go way further than I would ever possibly imagine and i don't know if i would really want to go there right and that's kind of like where i had went to, i've been to that place of more than a few times mm -hmm. you know just doing like a lot and just just being completely kind of evaporated into yeah. time you know and it's what it felt like and um into space and time it's just you know it just kind of became you're just a present and there, yeah. you know, and, um, and just once I had went there, I realized that there exists. Exist. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, um, and so, and, you know, I stopped doing a lot of that stuff. Uh, I got in a lot of trouble, you know, and then I met my wife and, you know, the whole thing. And, um, so I really settled down and I stopped doing all that stuff, but, um, you know, but the, the experiences stay with you. Oh, yeah. You know, so like I went down a bit of a different journey for quite a while, but it's always been kind of something that's like driven me in life. You know, oh. is this this type of um, um, I don't I don't really know the word for it. You know what I mean? That this type of like um, different perspective. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you're definitely see, you see the best way I can explain it is if you could put quantum reality and physics on a board when you're once you've experienced it it's that space in between it yeah. becomes visible yeah okay yeah, before yeah. you ever experience that it's just writing and you don't see anything in you between can't comprehend the lines. it yeah it's like you are in a you step into it's like a sidestep to a different dimension where you can see um fully with your with your real eyes um but also with your mind and your heart but you can literally see things as they really are in a different mm -hmm. like spectrum almost mm -hmm. and it's amazing yeah it's an it was it's an, it's it's a really amazing thing and and yeah i mean you don't have i mean like like you know you had your breakthrough just doing doing reiki right mm -hmm. i mean basically right yeah i mean i had always i mean <laughs> you know uh, I, I was younger and 
my mom and I and my family, we went and had lunch at like Palace Station. I think I was maybe six or seven. No, I was probably eight because I had my sisters and stuff. They're a little bit younger than me there. Um, and they had bingo, right? So we're just filling out the cards. We're filling out the cards as we're kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew all the numbers. And so the only thing bad for us is we were extremely poor and we really needed money. And I slid it to my mom in front of the cocktail waitress and she didn't let my mom play it. And then all the numbers hit. Wow. And I told my mom, I said, it's going to hit. It's going to hit. Go give it to somebody else. She's like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know? And when it did, we were all like heartbroken because we were like desperately like poor Mm. living out of our truck. It was horrible. And so right then, um, really is when my family was like, all right, we just called it special. Oh, she's just special. It wasn't, Hmm. and it wasn't like, oh, she's special. We're going to treat her different. It was just like, oh no, she's just special. Just different yeah. you know it was kind of that and that was kind of how it is because it was always random it wasn't like all the time i was picking up stuff or you know my mom needed directions somewhere and i'm you know eight and i'm like okay well you need to get on this freeway go to this freeway. i've never been there in my life but i knew mm-hmm. exactly where i was going mm-hmm. so it's just random things like that yeah so i mean it did happen but unfrequently yeah i mean i could tell you as I'm getting downloads now, um, there's this time, and I, I was I was kind of thinking back on it a little bit, um, probably about two days ago, and I was I was about 12 years old, and I was sitting on the floor of my room, and at the time we had a small little three bedroom apartment, and we had just gotten this huge mirror that I had put in my room, and I had it for for a long time after that. But I remember I would wake up every morning and I would be looking into the mirror. My eyes would be blue. Well, my eyes are like brown, hazel, um, but they would be blue first thing in the morning. Hmm. And then I would see my face change. And then halfway through the day, my eyes would be green or then they would sometimes um, they would go blue or it was just really weird. And I never thought like, oh, you know, I'm channeling what's coming through the mirror. Mm, yeah. It wasn't until like mid thirties that I'm like, oh my gosh, I was channeling what was coming through the mirror, hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I, as I was sitting there on the, on the floor, I was really obsessed with aliens yeah. like, from the, like, the time I was really young. Same, yeah. So I was like loving the aliens, everything's psychedelic, whatever. And I had no idea even what psychedelic was. I just like the flashy colors right. and, you know, cool, cool. cool yeah. velvet posters and, yeah, yeah. you know, had all my, you know, concert tickets on the wall and, you know, Kurt Cobain everywhere. You yeah, know? Yeah. And um, as I'm sitting there, I thought I was sitting Indian style on the floor and I said, I don't know what it is I'm going to do with music because I was always too poor to have an instrument or take cl- and every time I went to go to school to take classes they were full so I was like well I can't actually learn music so but I can read books so I know I'm going to have something to do with music eventually and I told myself this a long time from now I will be doing music but I don't know how or what it is mm-hmm. but I also know I'm going to go back and heal everybody that had ever come into my life that was still present hmm. and then just a couple of days ago that's when i had the epiphany of like i i literally revisited that thought and i was like i sat on the floor knowing that i would book myself but didn't know what i was booking hmm. or what i was doing well it's sound healing 
And so now I'm doing sound healing and I'm healing all of my friends and, you know, acquaintances that have been with me over the years. And it's mind blowing because it's exactly what I had a download of, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't put it into words. And then 30 years later, here we are. Yeah. I think the, the, the law of attraction, I think the, the movie, the secret kind of like kind of, uh, diminished the law of attraction a little bit. Um, now like I watched it and like, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it, it makes it, but the, the law of attraction can be, it's if a lot you deeper than what be. the secret says for mm-hmm. sure. You know, it, and it can be extremely scientific just as spiritual. It's just as it is spiritual. Absolutely. You know? And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, um, I always like, I love everything woo woo. Like I like the show, like, come on, I do yeah. concert. Like if I could do my readings and have a fog machine and like lights right. and have totally. the creepy music, hell yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Um, but at the same time, the actual work that I do, I, w- I literally see it as a scientific um, modality. Mm. It's just the fact that no one ever associated the two. And then everybody put the woo woo woo. Let's have a witch hunt type thing, you know. Woo, yeah, you for know? sure. And um, that kind of like even if people are like, "Oh, you're a witch," I'm like, "Ah, oh, don't even say that. I hate that word." <laughs> yeah. You know. But it's like, like, yeah, technically, but yeah, <laughs> I'm like exactly. But I'm like, don't say it because it's yeah. not. You know, I'm like, I kind of remove the spirits. I don't like put them on people. Yeah. So yeah. you know. And then it's like, oh, you're a white witch. Well, I don't even like the word witch, so let's just cut that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I just think you know um, you're just just a spiritual connected person you know and i think that you know it rise the lines of um of magic you know and for sure and and witchcraft and everything you know what i mean like tradition how it's traditionally been absolutely um yeah yep and um you know to not to have cut you off but to go back to the spirit um the what was the book the secret so when i had gotten the secret um, I believe it was 2001. I had no idea what the secret was. Um, a good, my dad had worked for a company for like all of my life. I ended up going and working with him as a flooring company here locally in town, um, did all the casinos and everything. Um, but the family who owned it, um, they had their youngest son who was about my age, just a couple years younger than me, actually. But we were both doing stupid stuff. Like I hadn't drank or anything because I could go on another tangent with that. But um, he was into lots of drugs and I didn't know. And um, he would come into the office and he's like passing out in the chair all the time. Hmm. Long story short, we, I'm like, hey, man, I know you're like really tired, but let's get you out of that. Let's change up your energy because something's off about it. He goes, yeah, I'm going to die. And I said, no, don't ever say that. Don't say that. That's horrible. Because I had been in a bad car accident and, um, you know, I was almost almost dead. I've, I've had many multiple near-death experiences. Mm. But um, when he said that, I was like, Shh, I was pissed off that he said it. I said, no, don't even say that. I'm coming over on Sunday. We're going to record some music. He was a phenomenal musician, extremely talented. His parents were, you know, multimillionaires. He's had his, his studio but he was a very lonely kid hmm. and he was always sad and there was no, you know, we all have our own reasons for whatever. And he was just, but he put it right into his music and it was beautiful. Well, I got the call on Monday morning. Um, he died and uh, wow. he didn't call me on Sunday and I was pretty pissed off about it. 
And I woke up. My dad came into the room because I was still young. I was not even 20 yet. I think maybe 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, little John's gone. I said, what do you mean he's gone? Oh, did he go to rehab? Because he didn't call me. He's like, no, he OD'd. Wow. And I was just like, what? Well, come to find out, his mom, which I really didn't know. I knew his father and his sisters. His mom was an energy healer. And I didn't know those people even existed or what it was. I, and I didn't find out till till um, after, probably six months after his death. Mm. So that one hit me hard, totally threw me off. But um, I started channeling his energy and his um, whatever he was saying to me. And he was guiding me and directing me into booking my shows. Mm. So he was literally in the background telling me like, hey, you need to call this person and book here and you need to do it right now because they're available. And I was like, okay, like thinking random thoughts in my head. I'm like, this is just weird. But it was my friend that just died. And I'm like, he's speaking directly to me. Of course, I'm going to do whatever. I missed him. Mm -hmm. And so um, I did all that. And his mom had reached out to me never talked to her um, but she knew my dad and whatever and um, she said hey she stopped by and she um, at the office she handed me she she bootlegged the secret on a ton of like CDs mm. or whatever mm -hmm. um, and she was handing them out to everybody um, but she was putting them on um, here's the secret learn this and it's for John and so I was like all right no idea and once I watched the secret my whole brain just exploded hmm. because I had never heard anything about it. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm at her house and, um, which I didn't know energy healing at all then. And I still didn't even realize what she was doing until 20 years later when I started doing Reiki, yeah. but she, um, was using tuning forks. She, she had me come over and she had me lay on her little bed and, um, you know, she's like, okay, well, how do you feel? And she's tapping the tuning forks all over. And she's like, what do you see? And this and that. And I said, well, it's weird because I'm like in a studio and I can see the board with the lights and I'm talking about what I'm doing. And she goes, oh, okay. And then um, she's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune these forks right now. And it's just going to release these, you know, negative points. So that way, you know, you don't ever go on the path that John went on and I knew I would never go on that path because I had already had my issues with drugs and I was over drugs probably by the time I was like 15 or 16 I got I did them real young and did a whole bunch of stupid stuff mm -hmm. and um, I was like all right you know the, from that moment on every show that I booked everything that I did musically was sold out and it and I knew that it was directly correlated with that and it was because she put me in that energetic space and tuned me to that frequency. So every time I booked, I felt that feeling again. Mm -hmm. And I just got like high off of it. But I, you know, it was like, it was like re-energizing me, motivating me. It gives you that, that spark of like, yeah, let's do this. So the secret to me was like mind blowing, you know, mm -hmm. later down the years, obviously it's not fully, <laughs> right. you know, everything. There's a couple of, holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, um, but having not seen, known anything about it and then seeing the secret at that point in time when I was extremely low internally with my own vibration yeah. because of losing my friend, it boosted me into the sky. Yeah. You know, so I definitely see that whenever, wherever you're at, depending on your situation or your circumstances, anything can be a positive if you're low enough. 
Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, the secret, it's not really high vibrational. Right. <laughs> but I was so low that anything was going to boost me up, mm-hmm. and it definitely did. No, it at least puts you in um, that headspace. Absolutely. You know, and allows you to think a, a little bit more openly. One thing I really want to get into is, specifically with your channeling, is the actual channeling itself. Okay. Like, kind of what that whole process is like. It's going to cost you a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> I got, I got but like, I could get you close. I, I got like close. 16 bucks or something. <laughs> so. um, I do take payments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Because, because I, I feel like this is something that most people do. Yeah. Um, but most people don't realize it's happening. Absolutely. I think that it's happened to me, but I don't exactly really know how to... Um, intentionally do it, yeah, um, or anything like that. And when it comes, it comes like a like a storm, uh-huh. you know. And it can be extremely overwhelming. It happens to me in the middle of the night a lot. Yeah, because that's when your uh, higher self is at play. Yeah, so I'll just wake up in the middle of the night, and, <laughs> and my brain's like, just like exploding. Here's all the info. Yeah, you need to do this now because tomorrow you're gonna forget about an eight life. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But so yeah, how does that kind of whole that whole thing kind of come to you i guess um so there are a lot of different variables that will bring it in mm-hmm. it could be okay so you know like when you're driving and you're just driving down the street and then all of a sudden you're like oh i'm already here but you like you just left yeah and it's like a 45 minute drive and you're like how did i even get here mm-hmm. and how did i get here safely it's weird right? <laughs> it is weird yeah. so basically our mind goes on autopilot and our higher self just takes over mm-hmm. so basically our life sucks at that moment in time. And in order for us to survive our life, uh, we check out. Hmm. So um, sometimes you can just be like, I, I get most of my downloads in the car. I always hmm. call it my car party. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so, you know, you could sit there and just be in, in a daze. And all of a sudden you're going to get all these downloads. And it's because you let your logical brain step out right also your ego because your ego is like your best friend mm. but always ruins your life mm-hmm. you know and me i had to kill off my eagle my ego i still do she's a jackass but yeah, yeah. but, but yeah my you know, ego I love sucks her. too <laughs> i love her because she's a badass you know yeah. shut up ego <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right. you know that's the thing you just gotta you can do it anywhere but the environment has to be right it can also be really not right, and it happened. Um, we try to avoid that. And I say we is like anybody who's channeling, just don't do it um, unless you have to because sometimes you're in a situation where, um, you know, you got negative energy around you and you have to channel to clear it, but it's not really the most uh, appropriate or safest space to channel because hmm. um, that's when you get attachments and things like that. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, you can do it in your car or, you know, this is how – Um, any artists they do it they kind of go into their space and then they're turning on their music or their lighting Mm -hmm. and then the the, but most of the time a lot of people have creative blocks and they're like i can't think of anything and it's like ah why is this killing me you know they feel like they're hitting their head on like a wall well the thing is is they're using their logical mind right and you cannot channel or download anything when you're thinking about something Mm -hmm. you need to let all you got to clear out the mind 
and allow the channel to open up through the top of your head right. to let the direct information come through. Right. Um, so 99 reasons and ways to do it. The simplest way would be to take several deep breaths until you no longer hear your breathing and you space out. Hmm. People are going to be like, oh, well, wouldn't you pass out? No, because if you're breathing in more oxygen, you're actually allowing your body to actually recreate and regenerate cells, allowing your brain to function and open more. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's when the download will happen. And so that's one way. You, uh, I have a process that I do now, but I was taught that process through my Reiki, my quantum right. healing. Right. Um, and theta healing and a whole bunch of different stuff um but what's really tricky about that is even though i have my process i can't rely on my process because this, the moment that you rely it becomes logical and mm -hmm. it doesn't work right just like on my way over here i've been channeling all day actually the last few days um because i did friday the 13th readings for i would never do them for 13 dollars. i charged a ton of money uh -huh. and um i woke up and i was like oh i want to do energy healings my son's in school let's do this they're like, $13, Friday the 13th. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. You know, and then all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's been an hour? Oh, my God, I have three days worth of work. Because when I channel, uh, obviously I talk a lot, right? So just think about me channeling information about someone's entire life, past, present, or future, along with anybody or anything that comes in. When I also add my several different modalities and um, things that I do, like all my chakra clearings and cord cuttings and, mm -hmm. you know removal of the X's, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. And, um, it, you know, it can, it can do a lot, but if you can just breathe and turn off the noise, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. So that's why you do meditation. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, being, you know, a musician, like I've, I've, uh, I, I, I run into that all of the time, mm -hmm. you know, where I, I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to write something and, then nothing happens. and nothing happens. And, you know, and it's just like everything, everything, every single thing that I play just sounds horrible yep. and uninspired. It's because you got to rise up in consciousness. Right. Yep. And then once I finally just, I don't know, change something, do something, and do other little it. things. And you said it, you nailed it. Yeah. You do the slightest change. Yeah. And it shifts all the energy. Yeah, and then it, then it's just like an avalanche at that point. Yep, that's exactly it. And that was the million-dollar answer, guys. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what meditation was. Even when I was doing all my Reiki and my training, just learning how to clear my body and my thoughts and emotions, like, I didn't even know what self-love was. I had no idea that that was a thing. Mm. Um, I always knew that I loved to give people um, everything, and I always knew that I would give, give, give. But never once did I ever think give to myself. I was like, oh, no, I can't. People would try to give me gifts. I mean, even in school, I had this guy. He gave me some rocks. I said, oh, no, I can't take these. And they were like crystals. And I had no idea what crystals were yet either. Mm -hmm. But they were so pretty. I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't. No, 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 no. You can't. And I felt weird and bad that I told him. But I, I couldn't accept anything. So just like clearing the mind <laughs> yeah. will just filter out all the noise that you don't even know is there because it's buried in your subconscious and unconscious right. mind, yeah. you know, subconscious, you're thinking about it logically, but unconscious, you're like, didn't even know that when you're three, you got, you know, you're mm -hmm. totally mentally screwed and you don't even know it. Right. Yeah. That's something that, um, 
that we've we've talked about in the past a lot as well uh, about with specifically with your sound healing just kind of releasing the tensions and the the traumatic experiences and things mm-hmm. we've experienced in our lives can you talk a little bit more about that because i think it's super interesting yeah um we're all screwed and <laughs> yeah. um we don't even if you have a perfect life it's a lie yeah and um most of the time, we don't even know what really screwed us up. We think, oh, yeah, it was because my dad said this and my dad treated me worse than, you know, my brothers or my sisters or, mm-hmm. you know, I always thought that's not the root cause. That's what you think is the root cause. Because once you start breaking it down, it's like, well, no, you actually got offended because maybe your dad uh, shifted his eyes one way and it was it made he was in approval of someone else other than you. Mm. And it's like one little thing of a shift of an eye created this belief in your mind that your dad hated you and Mm. had no respect for you or no love for you. But yet this whole time you've been being such an asshole about, you know, my dad hates me. He's always treating me bad, you know, or whatever the situation is. And it was just a glance. Yeah. But you find that when you clear out the space. Right. Yeah, our minds are so fragile when we're young that things, and we, most of the time, yeah, we're doing it to ourselves, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, something small can really, really fuck you up. Oh, yeah. And then the bigger things, even more, you know? Yeah. The things that are For actually sure, yeah. messed up, you oh, know? Yeah. So, and then that's literally when I was talking about, you know, I felt layers of an onion peeling out from my head. Well, that's that. what it was all of that yeah. that I had no idea was even there. Mm hmm. I didn't know that, um, you know, I was pissed off because, like, um, my mom wasn't coming around right after I had my son. I was pissed off because she was laughing at me because I was stuttering because I couldn't get my words out. Mm -hmm. And she thought it was a joke. Like, Mm. I had no idea that any of this affected me because in physical real time, I wasn't affected. But on the unconscious level, I was like, I hate her. I'm pissed off at her. Mm-hmm. Screw her. You know, she should know when I'm not feeling good. You know, um, she should be able to tell if I can't talk. Yeah. You know, if I'm stuck on the couch for a week, why didn't someone come check on me? So it's just all these thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Which are totally understandable mm-hmm. being in your right. position, you know. But we learn, we as human beings learn to tough it out. Like, right. you know, like it's, it was drama stuff that doesn't change that you think doesn't like change your life um but it affects you energetically Mm. you know it puts you in that low vibration and that's when you get sick that's when the cancer comes that's when every illness comes and it's because deep buried emotions out of nothing and sometimes they're really big things Mm -hmm. um you know cause illness within the body because unlike animals we don't release it so animals if they're getting chased by like Two lions or cheetahs being chased by like, or cheetahs chasing like a deer or something. I don't even know. Antelope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Whatever's in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, at the end, when they survive, they shake and they shudder. Mm. Well, what that does is it's a frequency that rolls through the body and the nervous system, shaking out every individual organ of all the stress and the trauma that it just experienced. So Mm -hmm. then it walks away. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, as humans, we don't do that. Right. We bury it, yeah. and then we get sick. Unless you're forced in a situation like where you, like, you have a major fight or, fight or flight type of situation, and, and then you're, you're like st- shaking, and you're like, and then you're stuck. Yeah, you're yeah. stuck in that until you release the thought right. that you had in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that was actually it brings me full circle because um there was an issue um that had happened and i was in the fight or flight and i was shaking and we were on our way to eat but when i got the information i was like oh no i'm too sick to eat so i was literally allergic to everything for three years i went to every doctor they were giving me skin tests it was horrific Mm -hmm. but until i realized that went back and called all my pieces back and everything and did my little process then i was fine but it was three years of hell until yeah. I realized what that one thing was. Wow. But that's how easy something can mess you up. Yeah. So I guess it kind of goes without saying that, you know, you kind of going down this path has had immeasurable positive Absolutely. effect on you. Yeah. Uh, and not just now currently to be healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went back in time, literally yeah. physical time, yeah. uh, through a state of consciousness and fixed all the crap from the past. And uh, by the way, it's never one, like, everything's fixed right now. Mm-hmm. It's everything's fixed right now until you learn there's more. Right. And then you fix that. Oh, and then there's more. Yeah. And then yeah. there's more and there's more. And it's never ending. And as long as there are people physically on this earth and energy and spirits and all this stuff, mm-hmm. as you're walking around, we're constantly bumping into one another energetically we're picking up everybody else's stuff yeah and we take it with thinking oh it's ours oh i don't feel good right now well if you could just ask yourself is it yours right 99 percent of the time it's going to be a no yeah i mean how many times you know just somebody else's bad mood like affect you for the rest of the day exactly or like somebody else is being ridiculous or something Mm -hmm. and like it just ruins your day yeah it's horrible yeah and that happens all the time like you talk about you know, coworkers that like they're pissed off the wind is blowing and they're like, Oh my god, I can't <laughs> yeah. you know, blah 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 and you're like, Sucks the life out of me and oh, I yeah. hate my life and I don't want to be here at my job anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's just a constant whirlwind because then the next person that comes in and their stuff and it's just like Yeah. And you don't even have to hear them talk. You see their body language. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the first thing of energy is you're noticing the body language. There yeah. you can feel the sickness the darkness around them oh, yeah. and it's like affecting you mm-hmm. and it's like that magnetism that energetic pull of life force that just sucks it out right. and um it's an ongoing process so that's why break rooms are terrible and that's why <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because when i do my lunch i literally will not sit with anybody yeah ever and it's not because i'm so and this has happened before, like I was even intuitive or sensitive or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, um, it would drain my energy for the rest of the day. Yeah. So when I do my lunch, I would sit by myself, eat, talk to nobody because it like reboots my energy mm-hmm. so I can go and finish the day. Because if I don't, I'm hearing all their crap about how they hated the first half of their day and why their life sucks mm-hmm. uh, on top of all of my stuff. And it just depletes me of everything. Yeah. And it's just like you just want to off yourself before the end yeah, of the it's, day. It's hard to handle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Some people are real energy vampires, man. You know. And, and they have no idea. They have no idea. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was definitely that as a concert promoter. Yeah. But I had no idea. I thought oh my gosh, the energy is amazing. And I would create a room filled with amazing energy. And and then when the bands play, it would just amplify it. So the whole time I'm like, yeah, this feels great. I'm like high on the energy. Well, I didn't realize because I was like, yeah, this is so good. I was sucking out all the energy Mm. of every person that came into the room. Wow. So I was like high on life, 
really sucking the energy out of people. Sorry, people, if you ever watch my shows, I love you. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, but we all kind of did that. Like, um, there's a phase of my life where we did the recording stuff, and it was a total train wreck of amazingness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, everything was totally not the way it should be we treated each other like garbage but we loved each other and then we added alcohol and the whole thing mm-hmm. and um we just fed off of one another so <laughs> it's so funny because every night we like energetically one up one up one up you know each other and then we would just be depleted the next day but yeah. we would do it again and again yeah that's it's amazing like some people are like that like how certain people can bring out so much in another person when they get together it's either really good or really bad but it's probably exhausting no matter what i found out that i was the person that i would bring out so it's crazy to even say it out loud but i would be the person that i would bring out your ego and all the amazingness of the ego when Mm. you need like the greatness of ego um and then just adding alcohol on top of that so you like power up skyrocketed yeah Yeah. and so it's like yeah we're just raging it's crazy um and it was amazing but there was nothing (laughs) um good happening energetically for any creatively it was great fabulous we were coming up with some amazing stuff we got bands touring and Mm -hmm. you know did you know I can rap? I channeled that too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, seven days in on a Jack Bender and <laughs> recording. Yes, wow. I can. But um, when you're th- going so high off of bouncing off of creative energy, you deplete your chi. And right. your chi is what gives you life <laughs> to continue. Yeah, it's like your life force. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah. No chi, no life. Yeah. And so we would suck it dry. And then drink on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I don't, and I went on like that for years, like half of my life. I was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I know why I got so sick, <laughs> you know, because right. when it finally, when I stopped doing that, it was like, whoa, how is your body going to recoup? Well, it doesn't. Not the way that it should. Right. Um you know, it's gonna you're it's gonna stop working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just like mine did, and you know, just like everybody else's that I, that was um, in the environment with me, we all had crazy things um, in our life happen, um, and I think we went so crazy at that period in time because of all the creative energies, all the downloads that we were getting, mm-hmm. um, with all like everything extra that everybody was doing. It literally you were just, all just kind of in that space together. Yeah. And yeah. it was the and I but looking back on it, I always had everybody feeling like so good, but always acting out on like their darkest mm. like think thoughts and things like that. Mm-hmm. They were always we were always acting it out and it was always okay. It was like the free zone, like there was no wrong, there was no judgment. Right. We just did whatever we wanted. It was totally okay. We totally were assholes to each other. Um, but only us know what we all did <laughs> every time yeah. we were there, you know? So yeah. it was like, yeah, free reign. Do what you want. 
but it wasn't nothing bad. It was just, you know, if we wanted to have, you know, a night where we're recording and we're all like raging and then we're, we're all naked creating music or, you know, outside on the patio and it's a full moon and we're like being stupid and doing like <laughs> putting coyote stuff all over our wolf skin on us. You know, we had no idea what <laughs> yeah. we're doing. We're yeah. annihilated. That sounds like a party. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely had friends like that for sure. You know? Yeah. But, but uh, you know, and I got a, I got a billion stories like that, unfortunately. They were great yeah. and horrific now that I had to yeah. deal with the repercussions of not knowing how stupid energetically I was because I didn't know that energy was a thing. Yeah. Damn you, my science teacher. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, all, it's not all your fault, but I'm going to say it is. Yeah, we need somebody <laughs> to blame. <laughs> it was really my fault. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I think we're um, we're kind of rolling into the to the end here. It's been absolutely awesome having you on here. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I want to have I want to have more conversations like this uh, on this show, and certainly, you know, the, you know, what I find interesting about creative people is that most of them, you know, like real, you know, just open-minded creative people is is they all have a little like sh- sh- streak of this in absolutely them. and 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 i think it's because you know you're channeling something else because when you're there and you're creating you know if you're a painter or something or if you're a musician and you're writing music and it's just flowing it's like you are kind of entering into this other space mm-hmm. and um so i think most creative people have experienced this in varying degrees and so like this is one thing that I really want to do with this podcast is like get to to that level with people, you know, oh, and kind of like you see, see what happened. Yeah, you, you know, see, like, you want to see the dark truth that people don't talk about. Well, yeah, I would love to. You know, if somebody was to tell me, but like, you know, I just just get to the this the slightly kind of deeper level. Yeah. Um, of like where this all really comes from, because, um, because I mean, it's still a mystery. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. Um, when you go to a bar and you're drinking and you feel great and you're like, yeah, this is great. And then all of a sudden you and your friends, they come up with this amazing idea and then you start putting it into action and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, when you're at an altered state, you are accessing your creative energy, your higher self, your highest self, your Mm -hmm. best self, but you're doing it the wrong way. So in the physical form, you're ruining your life. but creatively, you know, you're you're doing it. You're getting all these great downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, where's the common ground for that? Right. You know, it's hard. That's why so many so many artists are just just tormented souls and just yeah. alcoholics and drug addicts. You yeah. know, and and like, I certainly um, am am wrestling with with my drinking and everything currently and I have been for quite a while but it's really you know like I'm hitting a point in my life where it's like um I'm become I'm beginning really super unhealthy and mm-hmm. you know I need to like get it in check and I need to and so like I'm going through that and it's hard you know I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm but I'm, I'm do, fighting the good fight or whatever right and going through it and it's it's amazing that how much better you feel um because you know, when, when you're cleaning your act up and, you know, and I've always been so scared because back when I was, when I was younger, you know, when I first started playing music and everything, I was just like doing all kinds of drugs, you know, in, in, in large amounts. And 
I always felt that, you know, um, I, I could never be creative without it. it. Without it. Uh-huh. And then I realized, oh, no, I, I, I can't once I actually was able to quit when my wife was like, um, I'm going to leave you. Like, get it together, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, well, I have to now, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I realized that I could still be extremely creative and even more so, you know. Because then you have control of it. Yeah. Well, even if you f- don't feel like you have complete control, you have more control over it when you don't have the extra substances or right. whatever, the vices. When you through. can naturally allow yourself to receive yes. that information. Yes. Yeah. And with anything um, that I could just suggest, um, and this is for anybody, is if you're in a, a moment of you don't know what you're doing or where you're going, but you don't know or you don't like where you are, whether you're drinking or doing drugs or just not happy or your environment, the number one thing is if you focus on your breath, it mm. clears out all the crap in your mind that tells you you can't be better. Yeah. And then when you do that, you'll make a subtle change and it changes your whole reality. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I think that's a, I think it's a perfect place to end. Absolutely. Uh, I know. Time. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to another time right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on here. No problem. Appreciate thank it. you. I yeah. appreciate it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. Such a wonderful episode with Michelle today. And I just want to express how thankful I am to her for coming on and and sharing a little bit of her universe with us because it is certainly an amazing one um it's been an absolute delight to have her on and i hope you all enjoyed it as well if you're still listening right now know that i love you so much you know this is a brand new podcast and we're just getting started and uh, we're starting to really cook with gas here and it's looking beautiful it's it's up and up from here on out and i'm so happy to those of you that are with me on this ride um My goal is to keep getting awesome guests like this every single week to create entertaining content for you every single week. And uh, just know that every, all, all the support is, is so, so much appreciated. And um, yeah, I love you all so much for that. So real quick, before I let you go, simpleequationsmedia.com head over. We are a full service audio and video production company located here in Las Vegas, Nevada, pre-production through post podcast recording that's where i'm recording from right now make sure to come on in we can help you out in any way that you need so once again thank you very very much for listening today make sure to check out michelle on all of her links make sure to follow her find her all that good stuff um head over to the dreaming in f minor facebook page instagram it's all at dreaming in f minor patreon.com slash dreaming f minor if you would like to support me in any sort of way And, um, yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. It means the absolute world to me. Uh, See you next week.